Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I give God praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 186 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, sometimes we have to make decisions. And are we always making the best ones? Let's talk about that. Please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with store or stew. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So this podcast comes from an impromptu, non-recorded conversation I had with a couple of members of the BCU Youth Squad. Uh, It was funny, as the Lord was speaking, I thought, oh, I should have turned on the recorder. But you know, there are times where the Lord just has you to flow in the spirit and we don't have time to try to find recordings and things like that. So uh, barring all of that, I thought, well, let me just share the conversation with all of you. And I am prayerful that as we walk through what God said to all of us, uh, that it will bless all of you. So our conversation was around making wise decisions. And in our decision-making BCU family, it's important for us to remember that when we walk in haste and emotion, that 99.999% of the time, those decisions will be the wrong ones and that they will cause us regret later on. I, at this particular moment, cannot think of one rash decision, one rash decision that I've made that has ended up well, that there hasn't been some sort of sorrow afterward. And what I'd like to talk about today is a biblical example of what happens when we do things in an emotional, impulsive type way. So I'd like to take you all to a very familiar passage of scripture for many of us, and that is in the book of Genesis, chapter number 25. We're going to start at verse number 28, 
and go down to verse number 34. And this is a story around Esau and Jacob. So Genesis chapter 25, verse number 28 says, And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Verse 29, And Jacob sawed pottage, or cooked pottage, and Esau came in from the field, and he was faint. Verse 30, And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore, his name was called Edom, and that's Esau. Verse 31 says, And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. Verse 32, And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And Esau swore unto him and sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and the pottage of lentils. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So where I'd like to focus BCU family is on Esau and his birthright. In doing some research, a birthright was a special honor given to the firstborn son, and that included a double portion of the family inheritance and the honor of leading the family at some point down the line. Now, the oldest could sell or give up the birthright, which is lawful, but in doing so, he would lose the material goods and that leadership position. So would it be expedient? So when we look at Genesis chapter 5, I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 25, verse number 34, where it says, And Esau despised his birthright. Despised there means he didn't see the purpose or the importance or the long-term benefits of his birthright because he felt that he was so close to death that the birthright just did not matter. Keeping that in mind, I'd like to tie in what we've just talked about with the conversation that I had with the BCU Youth Squad members. So we happened to be riding past a Walmart store. And I said to Professor, who is almost nine, I said, now listen, let's say that I owned 
that Walmart. And because you are the firstborn son, I would give you this Walmart when you were 21 years old. Now, this Walmart will net you millions of dollars every year. You will have financial security. You can run the store whichever way you want to or just let it pretty much run itself. Hire managers, whatever you want to do. You have to wait until you're 21. Okay, so you know that that Walmart is yours. Now, let's say that you come home one day from school and you are famished. You've been working hard and, you know, playing dodgeball and doing your work and all of those types of things. And when you walk into the house, Jazz, who is 10, is making this delicious, fragrant, aromatic pot of stew. It's a family favorite and you absolutely love it when she makes it. So as you come in, just that aroma hits your nose and you're thinking about what a long day you had and how great it would be for you to be able to just get a bowl of that stew, those lentils, really quickly. And you say to Jazz, Jazz, may I please have some of your delicious stew? And Jazz says, sure, you can. But I'm going to need you to give me that Walmart in exchange for the stew. So I asked the professor, what would he do in that case? And he said, well, I have to wait until I'm 21 to get the Walmart. So I would choose the stew because that's going to take care of me right here and right now. I said, okay. I then reversed the situation, BC family. God is so good for just putting this uh, in my heart. So I then reversed it and said, well, okay, Jazz, what if it was you that was promised the Walmart when you were 21? And the professor happened to have the Walmart. And I'm sorry, the professor happened to have the stew. And because you were so hungry, you wanted stew right away. And he said, well, listen, I'm going to need for you to promise me the Walmart. What would you do? So she said, well, I'd have to go with the stew because I can't be worried about what's going to happen when I'm 21. I'm hungry now. So I need to go with what's going to fill me up right away. Now, I have to say, BCU family, on one hand, I was a little shocked. <laughs> and on the other hand, not so much. And this is where the Lord brings in a teaching moment. And I praise God for that. And I said to them, think about this. Think about this. Now, and when you turn 21, at, at, at that point in time, you're going to have to make it on your own. You have something waiting for you that is going to guarantee you financial security, something that is going to be a blessing to you for years to come. Why would you trade 
a blessing that is going to carry you through the rest of your life for a bowl of beans that will carry you through that day. And in thinking about it, they were like, well, you know what? That's a good point. And I praise God again, BCU family, for the teaching moment because many times, whether we are young, young in the Lord, seasoned in the Lord, it doesn't matter. If we do not acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways, we will make decisions that will affect us negatively for the rest of our lives. Scriptures bear this out with Esau, BCU family, as we look at Hebrews chapter 12, verses number 15, 16, and 17. Let me read that. So verse number 15 says, Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Verse number 16 says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Verse number 17, for you know that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. And what that says, BCU family, and why this speaks to my heart so deeply is that Esau, in his impulsive, rash, non-consulting the Lord, decision-making, because he felt like he was about to die in the moment, he gave up the blessing that was waiting for him. And when he realized what choice he made. He was sorrowful. Yes. And the scriptures never say that the Lord did not forgive him. But in his sorrow and in his crying, he could not get the birthright back. The blessing had gone on to his brother. And I say all of that, BCU family, to say this. Thank you, Jesus that there are times in our lives where we feel like we are going to faint if we don't get whatever it is that we see in front of us right now. And because, oh my God, I thank you, Jesus, because the desire for whatever it is, whether it is some way to get money that is outside of what the will of God says, or to be untruthful on a job application or in an interview or 
a relationship that you want or some sort of material thing, whatever it is, we feel like we will just not be complete. We'll die if we don't get this. And in looking at it short term, it looks great. But when we walk outside of God's will to get it, when we don't acknowledge God in all of our ways so that he will correctly direct our paths, when we allow the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh to say, I want to have this no matter what the cost is. I don't care about what's going to happen tomorrow. I've got to deal with today. We are in grave danger of making a decision like Esau did that can affect us for life. And what I love about God is is that his word backs up that when we do things his way, it's always going to work out perfectly. So James chapter 1, verse number 17 reminds us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, who is Jesus. He's created the heavens and the earth. In him, there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And that just simply means that he is perfect, that he's not going to give you a great gift and turn around and take it back, or there's not strings attached to it or any of those sort of things. That's just what God does because he loves his children. We can even find that in the book of Matthew chapter number seven. And let's go to verse number 11. And that says that if you then being evil, and he's talking about just our earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to those that ask him? So that's part of it, BCU family, is rather than looking at what is in front of us short term, what is going to please the flesh right now, let's ask the Lord because everything that looks good isn't good for us. So why not take a moment to ask the Lord, Lord, is this for me? Lord, should I do such and such and wait for the answer? And if the answer isn't what we were looking for, what we'd like, ask the Lord to help sustain you (laughs) and to keep you from going in the direction of the forbidden thing. Because again, We don't know what the outcome is going to be. And God will always forgive us. And we thank God for the forgiveness part of things. We don't know what the consequences are going to be, BCU family. And that's not something that we want to play games with. So what this has taught me and is continuing to teach me, and I pray that it's teaching all of you as well, is that we really want to take God at his word, going back to Proverbs chapter three, verse number six, where Solomon reminds us to acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways and he will direct 
our paths. And that scripture has been on my mind for months now, BCU family, because I don't know that we do that all the time. Do we honestly take God at his word and acknowledge him in all of our ways? Or do we acknowledge him in the ways where we have some questions and then in the ways that we want to go in our own direction? And I can speak for myself that I've done this myself, that we don't acknowledge him until afterwards. And that's where the sorrow and the tears come in. And now, you know, let let me say this, is that there'll be times where we don't always make the wisest of decisions. We just don't want to continue in making decisions that we that have consequences that we don't necessarily have to face if we had just talked to the Lord in the first place. Many times, if we're honest, BCU family, we just don't want to know the answer. We don't want to hear the no. Um, I heard someone say a long time ago, well, I'll just do it and take the punishment later. And that person said that they regretted even saying that to the Lord because the chastisement, was, <laughs> it was pretty hefty. And, and God knows how to get his children back in line. And he does that because he loves us. So we are going to learn to acknowledge, to accept the answer, and just know that God always has our best interests at heart. Amen. Well, BCU family, I have to tell you that this lesson completely blessed me and put me in check. I'd like to know what you thought about it. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way here. Go down to that comment section and let me know if you struggle sometimes with letting the Lord have his way or if you have just learned to let go and let God be God. I'm going to look forward to hearing from you. Well, BCU family, it is time to wrap things up once again. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com signing off. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.